Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. We're a little delayed. Didn't have a new episode last week and I'm going to say it's because I got COVID. So uh, I was down for a, for a minute, for a minute, but we're back. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover with you. There's a lot of stuff that's I don't know if it's true or hearsay, but there's a lot of stuff going on, and we need to get right into it. If you guys got stories for us and want to let us know about certain things, hit us up. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Gaming. We are going to drop right into it with the fact that Black Panther Wakanda Forever is going to resume filming in January 2022, Leticia Wright is returning despite recasting rumors. Now, there's been a little controversy around her because apparently she's anti-vax. Some weird, she's got some weird view on COVID. Um, I'm vaccinated, by the way, in May. Um, if anyone was wondering, but um, it, it's some weird thing. But she did get severely hurt, pretty hurt a lot worse than they thought she did. But um, it. It's hard for me because they already want them to recast Black Panther. And I feel like somebody internally at Disney was pushing uh, Chadwick Boseman's brother to say, oh, he would want you guys to recast him because of this whole situation with Letitia Wright. So we don't know much behind it. We don't know how much left they have to film. But um, fingers crossed it, it goes according to plan and we don't have any more issues coming out of this part of the filming because... It's not going to be good if if it does. Um, I've, I've never seen Black Panther, so... <laughs> Black Panther is one of my favorite. I love the there soundtrack. Everything's great. Um, we do have a teaser trailer for The Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, the first look at Mads Mikkelsen as Grindelwald. Um, it was a very, very fun uh, one. I actually kind of wish they would have had Mads Mikkelsen cast before i wasn't happy with them removing um johnny depp because of the whole amber heard situation if you haven't looked it up look it up it's kind of a mutual combat type thing where actually johnny depp has very few cases of responding or retaliating back but uh, i digress mads mickelson looks amazing and for those that don't know grindelwald can shapeshift and assume people's forms so it's not like anything's crazy that he has a different form in this movie it actually makes more sense to have it be a different person each time. Um, in the first one, spoiler alert, um, Colin Farrell was um, basically the person he was he was being played by. Um, Johnny Depp's Kepler character of Grindelwald doesn't reveal until the very end. So it, it's the third movie, third different person. Doesn't seem too crazy. But everything going on, around Dumbledore, everything going around with the movie itself, I truly enjoy, and I truly enjoy the way everything ties back into Hogwarts, but also into the movie itself. I know, Tim, you're not a big Harry Potter person, so I make sure I take care of that one. And the next one, because the trailer was released for the Return to Hogwarts reunion special, celebrating the 20th anniversary. Um, we got a small glimpse. Um I did see some familiar plate people in the back, like Tom Felton and um, <clears throat> Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, and I can't remember. Oh, and um, uh, Gary Oldman. I know I saw them at least. And I do know, I can't remember his name, the person who played Neville Longbottoms there. So there are a lot of the characters who are back. Um, it does seem like it does get very emotional as it probably should, because I know like, um, you know, if you grew up performing and then like you're growing up with these other people, you have a quote unquote love interest with one of them. While that's not a real love interest, you guys do form kind of a bond because you're supposed to spend a lot of time together in the films. And so you can tell that like, you know, Rupert Grint and um, now I can't remember her name. Uh Emma Watson, Emily Watson, Emma Watson. Uh, they hadn't spent, you know, much time together because like Tom Felton and her have been spending a lot of time together. Not anything inappropriate. It's just, you know, they're friends and they're in the 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 theater scene. So it, it's one of those, you know, 
things where they just happen to, I guess, be closer. So I was kind of wondering how that dynamic was going to be just because, you know, you, you don't really see the behind the scenes until it's like, Oh, there it is. So we're going to see how it is. I'm hopeful for it. I did not watch the other ones. Okay. It's Matthew Lewis is who I was thinking of. I know him well on there. So him and Tom Felton, I did see them too. Um, but um, I'm excited for it. I didn't watch the um, friends one, but I believe it's supposed to be similar, but I did like in the trailer, the fact that they had like Rupert Grant standing in the great hall uh, and like they were actually people were performing because they do have shows that go on at the studios in England. So basically they had them be there and just kind of suck it all in. So it's pretty cool. Um, and then stuff that Tim can actually. Um, he can comment on a lot of this stuff, this next stuff now. So it's not just me talking. Um so Spider-Man No Way Home becomes third biggest opening weekend of all time at $587.2 million. Many people who I have said, uh, who have seen it, I'm seeing it the 26th. Most people who I know who have seen it have said it is the best Marvel, one of the best Marvel movies alone and the best Spider-Man film. Um, I think it got a little bit of boost on Sunday and uh, Saturday and Sunday sales because it did come out Thursday night. So people were scrambling to squeeze in these little bit of tickets here and there. So um, I do believe um, those numbers do include pre-sale for the following weekend as well. So it's not new ticket sales because people bought it on that weekend. But it was only second to Avengers Infinity War, I think, or Endgame and um, uh, Star Wars. Huh? Star Wars uh the what was the first one i can't remember skywalker. no that was the last one it was last jedi rise of skywalker and the force awakens so the force awakens was the second place on that one so um it's pretty big and um i'm kind of stoked to go watch next week and i'll let you guys know at the end of the regular pile i will tell you guys my review of hawkeye um, I'm excited for Wednesday this week, even though I'm back to work. So we'll see what happens. Um, now to the funnest part, this right here, man, Tim's going to have his opinions on this because this is, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to lump them both together. So Bob Chappick claims to resent his reputation as a bean counter CEO in a new interview. And there have been multiple sources, not just one, like, like, reputable institutions are getting reports from executives that are predicting that Bob Iger will return as Disney CEO in 2022. Now, how do you feel about this whole situation, Timothy? I don't know. I think um, when he, like, so it's the first part where he comes back and claims, you know, present as a, as a bean counter. I mean, he had to come out and say something just because there was so much, um, I guess you could say negative publicity with him, you know, not showing up to the D23 because he was at, you know, Bob Iger's going away party. Um, and just they're like, oh, no, we pulled him because, you know, we think he's going to get booed or he's like, I wasn't actually going to go because of this and that, you know, who knows what what the truth actually is on that. But I think he had to come out just because. I mean, you look at all the articles and all the negative stuff that has happened. Like, I get it, you know, the pandemic and everything. But then coming out of it, it's not like they really bounced back and came out of it. You know, they announced the the new passes, and then they, you know, a couple months later, then they they freeze the top two ones. Um, you know, you got these um, uh, Disneyland, yeah, you know, Disneyland Resort. Uh, you know, they had the union votes where they were possibly, you know, could possibly go on strike and they, you know, got that, you know, take, taken care of. Obviously, you know, just no, you know, I don't know, like the whole company, Disney as a whole, um, but obviously just know the, the park side of it because more more familiar with it. Mm -hmm. But it, it seems like that the person that was, you know, between Chapek and uh, the other guy 
I think Iger wanted the other guy, and I don't know if obviously the board voted on it and wanted Chapik, and you know, I don't whether it was the right decision or not, you know, who knows, and obviously you throw a pandemic in the middle of it, but I mean, I, I don't know if you know, Iger will return. I mean, he would be the best one for it just because he's known it and he already returned once. But it, it all depends on what his plan is post-Disney. You know, is he going to go into yeah. politics? Right. Is he going to buy the Phoenix Suns? Is, you know, where is he going to go? Or maybe... um something doesn't work out or something came up and hasn't worked out or is it going to be what you thought it was? I, dude, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, in what? reality, the biggest problem is going to be the fact that they can't just let Bob Chappick go because he has a golden parachute. If they let him go, they're going to be out the rest of the salary that he's owed. Yep. And then you're going to have to pay Bob Iger an exorbitant amount of money. He is not a young man. He's not even if he was in his, if he was in his sixties, I could see it. Oh yeah, no hands down, you know, because you know most of these guys, most of the people higher up are fifties to sixties. Yeah. You know, he's in his seventies. He's he's not getting any younger. He wants to get into politics. We know this, but I mean, for me personally, I guarantee what they're doing is they're putting they're putting a, a safety net up and it's probably they might be leaking this for investor purposes so that people don't panic and start yanking their money out of disney and being like look we have a plan i guarantee they probably have some sort of thing in bob Iger's contract where if he returns he probably already has a set amount of money that he's set to get if he comes back as ceo and uh you know he probably gets some sort of crazy benefit afterwards, but I mean, we're going to see soon enough. 2022 is two weeks away, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's done in, well, technically is, well, his term as CEO is done. And then for uh, chairman of the board will be done, like you said, in, in a couple of weeks. But like you said, I mean, he's, he would be the one, you know, I, I think if he does come back, it'll be obviously short term like maybe one or two years because yeah what he says they're gonna do because look at what he's done with the company already and yep. kind of let him through the pandemic um and come out you know pretty good on, on the other side of it um you know i i i don't know i just it's gonna it's gonna be it. interesting to see and yeah with it with how, how long until Josh tomorrow until he becomes a CEO? So legitimately, Josh tomorrow is my favorite person. Yep. For those that don't know, when they were letting people go at Disneyland, he legit flew in the day before and was walking around in the park, consoling every single person that he could talk to. He legit, I heard people saying like he wasn't even with like people like he was by himself and yeah. walking through downtown Disney and finding any cast members he could find and talking to them and listening. Cause I've heard people like I've heard people try and yell at Bob Chappick, but I've never heard anyone try and yell at tomorrow at all. And you know, he has misled us on some stuff like these lightsaber from the star cruiser hotel, which you can't freaking take home stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's, he's, I bet you right now he is nervous because if this change happens, it, that means that he has to take over after by Bob Iger, or he will not get another chance because yeah. whoever they take on next, they want to have for the next 10 to 15 years guaranteed. Yep. So fingers crossed for Josh. Cause I really like him. Yep. Um, the new tra the trailer for this new Star Wars game is video game is called Star Wars Eclipse. It came out of nowhere. Um, they're no longer doing anything really with EA. EA dropped the ball with Battlefront 2. It's just been a mess with them. This Star Wars Eclipse game looks to be that it appears. I guess the synopsis 
isn't out yet, but they did say that it takes place during the High Republic era, which is the new comic books and new young adult novels that are out right now. So, um, you know, I'm stoked for that because I do actually really like um, the novels. I've been I've read almost all of them. I got a little bit behind them when I did my job change, but I I am super stoked for this game. We don't know anything about it. We just see Jedi fighting. And then we see some dudes drumming. It's pretty awesome, but we're going to see what happens. Well, so uh, my, I was, uh, my cousin brought this up this past weekend. He's like, I thought it was a movie trailer for like a new Star Wars movie. Because he yep. just clicked on it and didn't know what it was. And all of a sudden at the end, he's like, oh, and it comes to, you know, these different platforms. He's like, oh, wait, this is a video game. So <laughs> Exactly. Uh, it's It's crazy. It looks fantastic. Um, so Disney was warning people on Facebook and whatnot that they're going to pull their content from YouTube TV. They pulled everything on. Well, pulled it because of a contract negotiation. Correct. Not just correct. To pull it to pull it. No, no, no. It was for a contract dispute. And then um, they did pull it on Friday. And then oh, yeah, they, they pulled it quick because I got the email to have YouTube TV. Yeah. Like I told the wife, oh, hey, you know. Oh, nope, they didn't get it. And then she turned the TV on. She's like, oh, yeah, no, it's our ESPN's gone. ABC's gone free. All the Disney stuff was and already gone. They People were freaking out because college football and NFL football. They were like, what are yep. we going to do? So somehow, magically, something came through. They've restored a couple of the Disney channels. I know they put ESPN and I believe ABC back on. But it was well, a really weird. Yeah, everything will be like. Like, I think it was Friday morning. They didn't have anything by Friday night. It was already everything back and on. But I got, because I have YouTube TV, in the email it says, if we can't, you know, in good faith come together, you'll get a $15 discount off of your monthly thing. I'm like, man, 15 bucks. And granted, it's, I think it's $59.99 or $69.99, right. depending on which one it is. So 15 bucks is a, is a pretty that's good quite a chunk, bit. is a pretty good chunk of that. And that's how much you know, product that did that they well, think. And you, you also got to think, you also got to think you could have canceled. Like, let's say for instance, the only thing you're watching is ESPN and Disney for your, for the kids. Yep. You could literally cancel that YouTube TV and then get the bundle for 1299 or 1399 and get Hulu ESPN and Disney plus. Yeah. So they have to offer some sort of discount, which I think it's I'm going to give YouTube the the thing. They did not start posting negative ads until probably like Wednesday night or Thursday. And I saw some on Facebook. I saw a couple on YouTube, but nothing crazy. They're like, hey, do you not want to lose this? Then this is what's going on. So it's yeah. not like direct the direct TV and dish TV wars that you see go on where they're like for a month. They're like, oh, yeah, you want you're going to lose all of your your NBC Universal channels. And it's like like the, everyone's the devil. It's crazy. But, well, fingers crossed the deal sticks and we keep, keep having that. Um, this one was weird, but I kept seeing rumors. They're like, yeah, Wil- Wilner, Wilmer Valderrama is tied to some new project, blah, blah, blah. And I guess they're going to uh, he's going to produce a new um oh and star in a new zorro series for disney he there's a bunch of rumors surrounding him leaving ncis and this makes a lot of sense because when he was doing the production stuff when i think um i think after he was like handy mandy handy manny he started doing some productions. So he started like trying to get executive producer credits on different projects that he was on. I think he was executive producing the punk reboot. They did like, there's a lot of stuff that he was trying to get involved with. So fingers crossed. I loved Zorro as a kid. I loved um, Antonio Banderas as Zorro. So fingers crossed. He can do a, be a, be a good uh, Zorro. Yeah. Especially with it being a series as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cause you know, what's funny is, you know what I've noticed is a lot of these old timey TV shows that Disney used to produce of the movies, they yeah. felt more like TV shows cause they had, they were mostly made for TV movies. Yeah. So they have commercial breaks. They have all that stuff in them. So I think it's a good fit. Um, Disney plus now supports group streaming via Apple SharePlay, which is the most brilliant thing ever because guess what? You don't have to 
worry about anything because Apple has everything taken care of. So we're going to see. Warner Brothers Goonies inspired TV series is moving to Disney Plus. This this whole Disney Plus thing has evolved. I think it was it was it last podcast or a couple before that we talked about how um, Bob Chappick wants to make it more adult, yep. which <coughs> excuse me. The problem with that is there's no point in having Hulu, which they're a majority stakeholder in as well. And I don't know if they see stuff we don't see, but um, the one benefit is there's a lot of stuff that can go to Disney plus that's like kid, young adult type shows that will fit well on the network. And a lot of these other networks, like we, I always talk about one of the most successful ABC shows was produced by Fox. Modern family was a Fox production. Brooklyn Nine-Nine started out on Fox and was a NBC production. So these people don't care about network loyalty and stuff like that. It's all about making sure the show fits the network it's on. So I think Warner Brothers passing this over is a great move. And as long as they still have involvement in the production and whatnot, I think it's going to be fantastic. Um the Walt, this guy is kind of funny. The Walt Disney Company annual shareholders meeting is to be held on March 9th, 2022. Headline, March 13th or March 12th, depending on when, when's, hold on, let's look up. I'm going to look it up real quick. March 9th is, okay, March 9th is a Wednesday. March 14th, 2022, we will have a new CEO at Disney. <laughs> I'm telling you right now that Monday there will be a new uh, head of, of the company G- almost guaranteed mark this Tim knows it. I know it. We'll see what happens. Um, the last thing before my review is Universal Studios Hollywood expands COVID-19 policy to require proof of vaccination or negative tests for ages five and older. It's going to become normal. Um, I'm going into the Bay Area to do some work. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I don't, I was out of my quarantine yesterday. Um, I'm not going in until I think two days or so, but I'm going to be working in the Bay area and 95% of the places you go to, you have to have your vaccination card on, uh, like for me, it's in my Apple wallet. So I just pull it up and it has everything on there. They could scan it if they want to, which is going to become the normal because a lot of hospitals, that's how you get in too. So yeah, well, and, figured this is coming. And as of, you know, not that long, not that a couple of days ago that California now requires mask mandate again. So yes, except for I think San Francisco County, there might have been one other one, but um, we won't get into yeah. that. So, but yeah, so now it's back again. So now you're you're seeing a lot of these, um, you know, counties where these theme parks are in. You know, well before it was. You know, had to wear them indoors but not outdoors, and then there was nothing. And then if you're, you know, vaccinated, you don't have to. Or now it's like, nope, mask mandate back again. So I know a couple of people that went to the grocery store this weekend, and they're like, oh hey, mask, mask, mask. And they're like, well, I'm vaccinated, have you know, booster shot or whatnot. They're like, nope, still need your mask. Like, well, I, well then, you know, they got to, you know, if they require, they got to provide it. So they're like, well, I'm not walking back to my car, so you know, give me a mask. So it's kind of getting back into the training of carrying the mask again, even if, even if you get your, your card. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm going to finish it off with a kind of a mini review for Hawkeye. So I had seen, I've seen every episode so far. I think there's five episodes out. The sixth and last one comes out this Wednesday um, it's an amazing series. I truly wish it was going to stay and keep going, but I already know it's not going to. It's going to end um, probably after this one because I believe they're going to take the Kate Bishop character, which is played by Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld? Steinfeld. I think that's how you say it. Um, who is well known as she was in the Pitch Perfect movies. She's actually a very good singer, um, but um, she is going to be. Um, moving on in the films, maybe even another series. Um, we do have an Echo series, which is a spinoff based off the character of Echo, 
who we do see in this series as well. Um, and the crazy part for me now is I can't watch Wednesday's episode until I watch Spider Spider Man No Way Home because there is a spoiler for Hawkeye in or vice versa. I can't remember. There's a spoiler for Spider Man in the last episode of Hawkeye, <coughs> and everyone's been talking about it. And I'm like, great. Now I can't watch the next episode. I can't recap the other stuff. So, but I tell everyone you need to watch it. It's a great, great show. Um, I think it's personally better than WandaVision. Um, it's right on par there with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, it's very much uh, in the same vein. So I really enjoyed it. And I think everyone should watch it. If you have, let us know. Linktree, L I N K T R dot E E slash FOMO cast gaming. Uh, now we're going to go into our Disney pile and we're going to start off with, they are offering a discount to Disneyland resort tickets available to Southern California residents for 2022. Now, remember these ones are usually the ones that are basically weekday ones. And it's hard to, they're kind of, they're not bad. They're just like not, the greatest tickets ever. Let's just say that. I mean, if you're in Bakersfield, I don't know. Tim, do you qualify for those? Oh, Tim, you got no, we got no mic on you, Tim. I can see you talking. Sorry. Uh, all the way up to Fresno. So zip codes 9,000 to uh, 93599. I think it's somewhere about Fresno uh, is where Fresno South is where it, um, where it cuts off. So, okay. I am, um, Lucky you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, And um, actually, uh, (laughs) funny, 93599 zip code is Palmdale, California. And there's a fantastic song by a good artist called Palmdale. Um, (laughs) It actually was in my neck of the woods last weekend or two weekends ago. Anyhow, uh, I digress. So back to this. Yeah, like you said, it's just um, with it being SoCal. Uh, resident it's not most of the time it is like you said monday through friday which this one is so it's not valid on saturday and sundays just because it's more for local residents to get them in the parks people don't have the magic keys annual passes or whatnot so it starts january 3rd 2022 through may 26 2022 um and there are three day um passes so three one park per day three one park per day with genie plus or a three-day park hopper or three-day park hopper um, with Genie Plus, so three day, one park per day is one ninety nine. With Genie Plus is two fifty nine. Uh, the park hopper is two fifty nine, or with Genie Plus is three nineteen. So it is cool that you could buy it with the Genie Plus service already attached to it, and they've hopefully got those hiccups already figured out. Um, and like I said, it could be used on non consecutive um, days and expires on May twenty six, twenty twenty two. So the cool thing is. is you know, they want you to get down here after the new year. Um, you know, the ones that they mentioned is like, oh, Avengers Campus is open. Of course, we already knew that. But then the Lunar New Year celebration and the um, Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival will be going on during that time. So, um, you know, it is a, you know, if you're planning on going, it is good. Now you do have to, you could buy the ticket. But to get into the park, you still need to make a reservation to get in. So just because you bought this ticket doesn't mean you automatically get in. Right. You still have to go through. You have to buy the ticket to get the reservation, but you still have to go through the steps. And some articles that I um, have read is people still don't know that you have to make a reservation, which which stinks. And most of them obviously are travelers from out of town. Where right. They get their ticket, they come there, and they're like, you know, give them their ticket, and they're like, you know, oh, it's not scanning. Do you have a reservation? Like, what do you mean? Do I need a reservation? And so you have the family there, and they're like, yeah, you have to make a reservation. Okay, well, how do I do that? It's like, how oh, there's, you know, there's no more left. So then it, you know, A, it, it does think it's something new, but B, it's, you know, tells you you have to make reservations, you know, if if you read everything. So just be mind, mindful of that. But um, it's cool that, you know, a lot of the times that when you get the ticket usually you have to use uh if you get a multiple day one that Mm -hmm. you was it's only like 14 days from when your first visit 
Correct. Uh, you have to use it or this one. Um, it's not like that. You could use it. Um, I think I'm quote me on this fine print, but you could use it the first day, January 3rd, and then go back, you know, May 25, May 26, and right. still take it. There's no, um, <sighs> no ex expiration on it once you use it the, uh, the first day. So, um, there, there you go. It's, it's, um, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff you got to read before you do anything. So make sure you do do that. But I am excited for this because it does show to me that, I mean, people may say, oh, they're not giving back. Well, to me, it's, it's, it's giving back because there's literally so much stuff they could do. They could not offer any of this. They could say, go pay full price. We don't care, you know? So you know, while it may be a minor thing for Disney, it technically is a big thing in the long run. So, yeah, you know, and, I, yeah. And the other cool thing is, I forgot to mention this, that eligible res residents may purchase up to five tickets per day um, with valid ID. Because I know before um, the last, uh, when we went, I think it was, a couple, obviously it was a couple years ago, that we could only purchase two tickets but that was yes. it was a really good one and it was valid all through because we went with um wasn't uh, it like it was like 79.99 it was something yeah, crazy it, it was dirt cheap but you could only get two while well, my wife had the, no it was it was tied to um annual pass that's yes. what it's like so and you had to be annual pass something like that well wife had the annual pass but she could only purchase two but there was because i didn't have an annual pass at the time so I bought it for me and um, our friend of ours, uh, like her niece. But the mom, you know, she's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. But she had a Disney visa. So she basically Use got that. Uh, yeah, a two-day park hopper for almost cheaper than ours because she traded in all of her points. She's like, I didn't even know I had all of you know, this would work for it. And I obviously I don't use them. So here we go. Um, but, yeah. And then, of course, it says sales may be paused uh, from time to time or terminated at any time. Well, here you go. Here you go. Um, Disneyland Resort announces Magic Key Holder Celebration Month for February of 2022. Those ones they usually give you um, like a couple little things. They'll usually they give you like a sticker or a magnet, and they have kind of special events that are kind of around for you. Um, but <laughs> but they're gonna have the lingering of a lawsuit that was filed against Disney by a woman who alleges that Disneyland Resort's Magic Key program deceptively advertises no blackouts despite reservation difficulties. Well, now, and the next one ties ties into that. Um, Disney uh, Disney wants to take Magic Key annual pass lawsuit to federal court. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have a friend who's annual who's a key holder. Key holder. Who's there almost every single weekend? Explain to me how this person is maximizing the value of their key holder, and this lady could not. She's mad that she can't do like before and say on Tuesday, go, you know what? I got the day off tomorrow. I'm going to go to Disney. Can't do that anymore. Not the way things work anymore. And it's in the fine print. Tim always tells you. Tim reads the fine print. You don't read the fine print. Guess what happens? As the Portuguese say, you get spot in the coup because that's your own fault. Bane fate. That's what. That's what happens. It's you get what you deserve, and that's why Disney, I think, is taking it to federal court because they know they're going to wipe the floor of this lady, and she doesn't have the money to fight this. This is the dumbest lawsuit I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and it's and it's one of those things where like the first probably couple days I could see it because there was like with anything that we've seen with Disney they've opened up whether yeah, it's two first two weeks three weeks your your books all whether it's trying to get tickets to a party or whatnot first day is just absolutely horrendous then they right. finally finally figure it out which obviously they don't learn from their mistakes but anyway I I can't speak for Disney or whatnot right 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 but right. like you said that's why you know. Disney wants to take it to, to court. Hey, let's go. We're not going to settle out because that means, you know, we're just doing it to get get it out. We're, exactly. Take, take it to court and here we go. And that would set, you know, probably precedent as well where then it even puts 
Disney in a even a more powerful situation on on something like this. So, I mean, I mean we're I, gonna we're gonna honestly we're gonna see what happens because I have a feeling this lady doesn't know how to properly use it. Because, like I said, I know someone who goes every single weekend, yeah. every single Sunday. They are there. It's not. It's not rocket science. That's what the problem is, is that I'm not saying she's unemployed or doesn't have a job, but I guarantee she probably has a part-time job. She randomly wants to go, and she probably doesn't have set days off. It sucks to be you don't get a pass without reading the fine print. When I had my pass, we had it calculated out. We had to go a total of, I think it was like 18 days total through the year, and it would pay for the annual pass. We went for a total of 38, which was well over, and it paid for it. But guess what? When we were looking at the numbers and we're looking at how much it cost, we looked and saw we need to go this many days for it to make it worth it. So we started planning out every single trip for the next year. We literally had every single trip booked. We even took a couple surprise ones in between, but every other else one was booked. <laughs> And that was before a reservation system. So I do not feel sorry for this person. I do not feel sorry for anyone in the situation. Who I do feel sorry for is anyone who had reservations to Oga's Cantina because all of them were canceled for January 2022. And they reopened them. People were already rebooking their appointments. There's no explanation that I have heard. Yeah, I, from what I got was it was like a glitch. And obviously something happened. You know, right. Uh, and then people are like, uh, I, and then they, like you said, uh, all of a sudden it's canceled. What the heck? They go back on to get it and it's already, already gone because somebody else has come taking it. It's like, um, you know, kind of, you know, a WTF moment there. So I don't know how, what's, what's going on. I'm sure Disney will, you know, hopefully make it right, especially with it being a glitch, um, on it and something that was, hopefully out of their control mm -hmm. uh, because I mean, it's technology. We all know how technology is, you know, people get hacked, you know, you get this state of the art security system. Somebody hacks it. Let's talk about call of duty and whatnot. You know? Right. Uh, and I cheat. I already hacked it with the first error or whatever it is. So, I mean, you know, it was, I saw that and I'm like, Ooh, I would be mad if I had it. And I'm only going for these two or three days. And I had this one day. Here's when we're going to do it because we're going to, you know, spend this day at Disneyland and uh -huh. do this, do that. We're going to get our lightning lane pass to rise the resistance and then go to, you know, Ogas and whatnot. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, you can't. <laughs> it gets canceled and then I go back to get it and then it's all full. Or, you know, I had the perfect time for it at, you know, five o'clock or six o'clock or whatever it was. And now I can't get it. Oh, uh, what's going on? And hopefully, you know, if you call Disney or reach out to them, that they would be able to get you that same one. Um, I mean, it's going to show it as cancel. I mean, here's the thing for me. I, I can't relate to this issue because, you know, I'm at the point now, like the next time we go to Disneyland, I'm probably going to spend probably half the day in Batu, the first day, because I, I, I've experienced the rest of the park. It ain't nothing for me. So these people, I do feel for them because a lot of times it's like maybe their first time to the park and they're literally on a schedule of like, look, we need to be here by this time. We're going to try and get fast pat or whatever, you know, use our genie to go on rise of the resistance or do this or do that. And so, I mean, it's, it's a huge headache, but I mean, we'll see how they, you know, fix this. Right. It, exactly. And hopefully, you know, they do fix it or at least, you know, do the best that they can without really, you know, stacking up, you know, having hordes of people there. Yeah, exactly. You know, because, because you have the people that lost the reservation, people that made the reservation, and now you got twice as many people there. So, yeah, and hopefully not many people took advantage of it because it's usually what happens. Right, exactly. But this next one, I think uh, you're going to do it for your son, right? Yep. Actually, yep. Actually, if you know the cost, you could do it. <laughs> um, 
Guests can now rent out Mickey's house in Toontown for private parties at Disneyland. It's only $350. Yep, $350 for 10 guests. So basically you say... 35 hey, bucks a person. 35 bucks a person. You get it for an hour and a half. And it comes, you get to take a group photo with Mickey and receive complimentary downloads of the photo pass of digital photos taken during the event. You get to decorate cupcakes. Now, it doesn't say decorate cupcakes with Mickey. It just says decorate cupcakes. Participate in hands-on crafts and games designed to delight little ones and grown-ups alike. So, there you go. And this is, I know this is the one that really is is the icing on the cake for you. No pun intended. Get quicker entry to Gadget's Go Coaster at the end of your celebration. Because, you know, Gadget's Go Coaster has, you know, this huge line always to get into it. Yes, it does. So, uh, but there, there you go. So, but, you know, it's cool. Obviously, they're only doing this from now until, um, when is it? March, because Toontown will be going down for the makeover. So, I wonder, um, what the, uh, seriously, yep, there we go takes place january 19th through march 6th of 2022 so the thing is is i wonder what the blocks of times are on these is it like only like five blocks a day is it hey you know 90 minutes half hour to clean everything up another 90 minutes half hour to clean up what you know what what right. what what is it for you know like i said or maybe they only have just one one or two times a day, or, or a couple in the morning, a couple in the in the evening time. Um, so, but I thought that was was pretty cool for the little limited time that it is. And usually on something like this, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh man, it's going to be like a thousand bucks or something like that. That's what I thought. Ten, ten guests for thirty five uh, for three hundred fifty bucks. Like you said, thirty five bucks a person. Hey, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's um. It, it's crazy because I was like, three hundred fifty dollars doesn't sound like that much money. I mean, when you break it down, too, here's the crazy part: like, it'd be different if it was like, oh, it's it's two families and it's it's basically two four adults and you know, right, s- six kids. But it's still not that much money. I'm like, you know, I mean, right. I know it's a lot to some people, but if you plan this outright. I mean, that could spend a big amount of time. I mean, you're getting a little snack in there. You know, you're getting a lot of the sentimental photos that you can't get anywhere else. It's it's a pretty, I think it's pretty awesome. So, Or the thing is, is you could have just a group of friends that go down there, like an adult's trip. And, hey, we rented out Mickey's house. Yep. And you get to take pictures with Mickey. You get to decorate cupcakes. I guess you could go on Gadget's Go Coaster if you want to. You don't really have to. And you get all the photo passes. I mean, and the and the crafts and everything for... Hey, can you you know spare thirty five bucks? You know okay, thirty five bucks. Per- the one person's gonna book it. Hey, okay, everyone else, then mow me thirty five bucks. That's what a dinner there. Yeah. So I mean, and if you plan you it out far enough in advance, you could freaking budget for it, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's probably right. the cheapest. That's do- probably the most a month. That's probably the most worth it thing. Like if I told my dad about that, he probably would rent it out every single time we went. <laughs> Because it's just a cool thing to say you did. I rented out Mickey's house. And you get it for an hour and a half. And and that's a long time. So what's, I mean, I'm no mathematician here, but what's that? So 35 divided by 90, less than 40 cents a minute. That's crazy. That's dirt cheap for Disney. Everyone go do it. Sell them out. So they keep doing it. Right. Um, a boat derailed from the track at Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland, and it was a sight to see because the uh, boat was uh, up in the air completely. Right. Don't know how it happened. It probably someone probably dropped something in the water, and it probably bounced off of it and landed up on the rail. But that was pretty interesting to see. Um, sev- oh, whoops. Uh, oh, so the California mandate indoor masks again. It's 30 days, 27 days left, masking indoors. I do know why it's, they're doing it. They're hoping people are going to wear masks at Christmas. So I get it. Um, you know, as I spoke with Tim, my previous career, 
I was in hot zones, never got COVID. I'm working from home. I get COVID. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I understand it. So, we'll see. Just, no no comments on that. During the holidays. Yes, be mindful during the holidays. Um, Disney contacts guests who purchase Genie Plus on disastrous Disneyland launch day. Um, I've heard anything from people getting refund, refunds to questionnaires to all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when I first saw that, I'm like, oh, wait, they're like, they're calling him and doing that. I'm like, man, well, it was an email that, you know, they sent out and apologized. And I'm sure they said, you know, if you feel that you need, you know, a refund or something of it, you know, give right. Them. And they were giving refunds that day of as well. So, um, but it's, it's, it's something that Disney doesn't have to do. Um, but they did do it and it's easy enough because they have everything tracked electronically. All they had to do was draft up an email, send it to legal, make sure it's yep. Okay. Send it out. And all they do is because you need an email to <laughs> go through the app and do all this. Okay. Here's the email of everyone that purchased it on this day. Click <laughs> and all boom. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully so- there's only, one of those that happened. Yeah, exactly. Uh, several attractions closed. Guests stuck due to power outage at Disneyland. Um, I didn't see what rides, but I did see a lot uh, of funny videos because of it. I didn't see it either, but that's like happened like a couple times since Disneyland is reopened. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's probably some power grid issues just because of all the new stuff they have open. Right. I mean, it's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not surprising about that. Um, and and that's the reason why all rides aren't completely done electronically, that they still have a manual mechanisms on them. Because if a ride gets shut down and it's electronic and there's no power or they got to bring a battery out to, you know, redo it, you're, you're stuck in the ride because there's no way to get the lap bar open or whatnot, where most of the time you could hear it come and click, click, like physically click in, which means that there's a release switch to to a manual release switch to open it up. Well, all right. Well, we'll see if it keeps happening. Uh, right. Trader Sam's Nutcracker Tiki Mug has returned to Disneyland Resort. It's a staple of the holiday time. I know they changed a little bit, but it's usually pretty much close to the same. Right. So, yeah. and it was the one that was um, that they had before the. COVID. <laughs> so it's good to see it back. Yeah. Um, no discounts, including annual pass holder, will be offered on new 50th anniversary vault collection merchandise due to guest abuse. You did it. You ruined it for all of us. I hate you all. You guys suck. That's all yep. I have to say. Yep. I'm I'm glad Disney did it, and they came out and they said the reasoning why. Um, because you know, bad apples ruin it for the bunch. You've seen it with yep. uh. This uh, disability service, and that was at you know, it was really taken advantage of at Walt Disney World. Well, they said, okay, we're going to do it to everything. Um, and I kind of have a close connection with that because my aunt is you know disabled and uses that pass, and it's even harder for her to get it just due to the issues of people taking advantage of it. Yep. Same thing with this. I'm glad that it is. I'm glad that they did this. You know, they should put, instead of limit 12, they should put limit two um, on it. Now, I get it. I know there are people, there are actual collectors, because I would kind of be one of them. I, I haven't done this, but I'd be one. Oh, hey, Chris, you're going to the park, um, or you're in Disney World. Um, I know when Mr. J was there, he asked me, hey, do you want anything limited edition? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, there's nothing there. This is obviously before the, the 50th and whatnot. Um, no, or before any of the 50th stuff came out, no, I'm good, you know, whatever. And there are Facebook groups or whatnot where, Hey, I'm going to the park today. Here's my Venmo, you know, get me money and do it kind of like a personal shopper for them, but right. because they're only getting one of them for the person (laughs) because they want it for their collection or, Oh, this is cool. Or it's limited edition or it's only in, um, Epcot. And I really want that, but I live on the West coast, not on the coast i mean there's people that you know legitimately would like it but they can't get it but they want it for their collection that's a great thing about social media or whatnot and venmo where you could do it but 
then you get the other ones where like, yeah, I want, you know, oh, limits 12, give me 12 of them because all 12 are going to go on eBay or, you yeah. know, what, whatever it is. So, and I mean, when I went to, when I went to Disney World for my honeymoon, I had friends who were pin collectors that were like, dude, if you see this one, it's an Epcot pin. It's so hard to get. You know, I get that. But this right here, what it is, is like I would be even okay if it was someone like, look, I'm going to buy two of them. I'm going to keep one sealed and I'm going to, let's say it's a mug. I'm going to keep one sealed, keep, use one. You keep that that one sealed and you give it to your grandkid. Look, guess what? It's worth $1,500 because it's a 50th anniversary in 25 years, you know, whatever. like you did with the ten thousand dollar watch, you bought two of them. You kept one seal, then the other one, you know, you wear it for work, and then right pass it down to your to your son or whatnot. Right. So, but yeah, thankfully nope. they did. It. I'm I'm happy with that. Right. And, and people don't have anybody to blame but themselves. So, an emergency vehicles drove through Magic Kingdom to reported fire in the park, and the someone. Next one goes. And the security guard transported after inhaling extinguisher fumes at Magic Kingdom fire. Fire at Magic Kingdom reported caused by junction box outside Cinderella's castle. Somebody did die in the park. Yeah. I don't know if it's tied to this or if someone inhaled smoke and died, but someone did die in the parks and that does not happen. So, um, they don't even normally have that people come through there. So Connor from ConCon's Cantina actually worked for the the Reedy Creek Fire Department at Disney World, and I don't think that's who came in. That was not Reedy Creek. That was yeah. like a legitimate like Orlando Fire Department. Yeah, and and then I, mean, I saw articles, and I don't know. You know, Connor can correct me if I'm wrong or with this. That there's even some that there's I don't know if it's they're short staffed or there's other stuff going on with the fire department. I don't know if it's the Reedy Creek one or others in the area that they don't feel that it's safe for Disneyland Disney World guests to be there because of the response times yeah. to um, these incidents, and that's why um, the person died because the one and I. I, I I'm just going off of memory that the one, the closest one. Um, oh, yeah, here it is right here. Um, Bay Lake Tower Contemporary Resort uh, guest died following cardiac arrest. Um, at the time of medical emergency, the only on-call first responder at Disneyland were busy attending to another guest. Approximately took 13 minutes for the first medic team to arrive at the scene and 20 minutes before the guest was given critical treatment necessary for survival. So 20 minutes after the person, you know, did a cardiac arrest. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of, I don't want to say backlash, but you know, uh, people are feeling it right now, man. People are feeling it. So it's, which, which is, I mean, for them to come out and say that, I mean, shoot, I wouldn't want to go right now, especially if I had any, I mean, granted anything could happen anytime you could get heated, Josh, fall down, bump your head, you know, whatever. But if I had any type of, you know, ailments or you know a bad ticker and go on the wrong ride and it you know messes me up that i know hey if i start keeling over right now I, it's gonna be 20 30 minutes before somebody comes here i'm gonna be flatlining here especially when time is yes just due to you know some something going going on yeah i wouldn't i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if they try i don't know the state of florida you never know might might not work that way but yeah, we're going to see. Um, select Walt Disney World attractions moving from individual lighting lane to Genie Plus for limited time. Um, not surprising. They're still messing with it. I give them a year before they either scrap it or change it completely. So they're going to be doing this. It's nothing, it's nothing crazy. Um, Q morals restored after previous murals destroyed by guests at Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway in disneyland's hollywood studios i did not know someone destroyed them yeah (laughs) it's i mean you get people kids whoever you know they start it's new and then they start you know you see at any of um the rides where people were like pick at it or carve their initials into whatever were these murals like i said it's it's still almost a brand new ride 
and right. they were like really messed up because it's like <laughs> anything it you know once you kind of get it going the paint you know kind of flaking off well then it's just easy to take it off it's like really come on people control yourself yeah it's yeah don't don't damage the stuff i don't like that but we'll see what happens um guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind has begun early ride testing at epcot it's early ride testing but usually don't get your hopes up it's going to open early but it is a good sign so maybe if things go you know according to plan it'll open up on time right yeah exactly hey that means they're testing it that means the next step is you know if they're right exactly they're going to tweak stuff and then keep testing um walt disney parking lot uh world parking lot courtesy trams are going to return after 644 days which is amazing because it means that uh disneyland is not too far behind um beware signs added to joffrey's kiosk at epcot b with a b-e yeah b-e like bees so i guess um earlier in the month or last month that they had uh because the joffrey kiosks um they had to shut it down because they had a uh form of bees there well, what <laughs> they're doing is they have the flavoring syrups there that you can put into them oh All yeah those are flavored basically sugar so there's a huge attractant so right and they called their friends over and they did that so the beware sign was basically we don't have these out anymore um because they are um be attracted because they're flavored sugar hey. so and the last thing we have is kind of funny because i'm gonna tie into it so sunshine flyer to debut as additional new motor coach service between mco orlando airport and walt disney world in 2022 the past week apparently it has been a nightmare trying to get your bus ride back to the airport because they are slowly shutting down the uh disney world what do they call it the uh disney express magical express yeah magical express they're slowly shutting it down and apparently you couldn't get rides you couldn't get nothing it was just a mess and they're slowly transitioning over to these new bus services which i get it um people don't realize like when when i was doing travel work and i was leaving basically what would happen is i would get to a place and there'd be eight of us waiting you all had to wait for a certain van you had a certain other repeat number of people on the magical expressway like when we went we red-eyed we were the only two people on the entire bus but they had to get us there our flight time was there at a certain time so i know what they'll probably do with these buses is they'll probably have they'll probably vans they're probably going to have a lot of vans and they're probably going to have a couple buses just in case so it's one of those things where you're like okay you know it's going i'm gonna hop on and i'm gonna go yeah no exactly that's why i can't wait until the uh, they get the bright line uh train going so that way you know obviously it'll be on a set schedule and yeah jump on and then <clears throat> jump off when it drops you off at uh, at, at disney world um and yeah then, then catch whatever whatever bus or transportation method to get to your hotel from from there yeah it's one of those things where you know i know they can do a better job with it but uh hopefully with this new stuff it's gonna change and they're gonna um um make it all work better so uh that's all we got for you this week Uh, we want to thank you for dealing with my illness because it was not fun and i did not enjoy being off this long and not uh having fun with you guys so uh i want to thank everyone so much uh mr j um next time you go to the parks let me know because uh i want to um follow and enjoy everything on instagram because i'm not always on instagram so uh it's one of those things where i kind of want to i want to know what's going on and i want to experience everything with you so uh for the fomo cast i'm chris i'm tim and we will see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>